This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here. Have we got enough yet? No. What is the right number of alpacas? For a lot of people, it just has to be more. So many people note that whatever you start with, you usually end up getting more. You have been warned. Alpacas are addictive. When we started with alpacas over 11 years ago now, we began our herd with five pregnant females. This was with the clear intention to develop a breeding herd. For others, they start small or even with just a few males to test the water. This can be a wise approach and allows you to learn some basics of alpaca care and husbandry. Generally, if I'm talking to someone about buying alpacas, I will be carefully applying the brakes. Impulse buying can get you into trouble in most areas and is definitely not a good idea where alpacas are concerned. You can't expect an alpaca to live up to 20 or even 25 years. This is quite a commitment. What is the right number? Let's take a look. Alpacas are herd animals. If we start there, how many make a herd? Well, clearly it's more than one. So, two then. Mm, To me, this is still too small, and my minimum would be three. From my experience, they seem a bit more relaxed if you have three bit more on edge if there's only two. As the numbers go up, the herd dynamic changes and other norms appear. Herd animals thrive best in a herd. There are various aspects of deciding on the right number of alpacas, but let's look at just three. Firstly, how much can you afford? Ha, there's a tricky one. What is the budget you have to work with? How far does it have to go? As well as purchasing the animals themselves, there will be various setup costs. You don't need necessarily to get absolute quotes, but you do need to know how much it will cost in your setting to provide suitable shelter, water supply, a food store for hay and any dried food. What equipment will you need? Hurdles, mats, halters, fences, and gates. Can't have too many gates. Most of These are one-off costs or start-up costs. You then have the running costs, food, contingency for vet bills, stud service fees if you're going to be breeding. The next round of breeding starts shortly after the first career arrives. How much to start? How much to keep going? How much can you afford? There are a variety of ways to generate income from keeping alpacas. Tourism, walking with alpacas, fleece products. It's not necessarily easy to do this at scale, to generate or replace income from employment. Dream and dream big, but build in enough realism to be sure how much you can afford. One of the questions to be answered will be the quality, and therefore the price, of the animals you're buying. Do you buy fewer top quality animals, or more, slightly lower quality. Neither is right or wrong, 
Both will be your choice, but may influence how quickly you can reach your goals. Remember, it's only one career a year. Twins are somewhat rare. To some extent, you can either breed improvement or buy improvement, but you can only spend your money once. Where you buy from will affect the price too. An established breeder with support and advice for clients they sell animals to may be more expensive than someone selling a group of alpacas in the way you might sell a second-hand car, almost off the shelf, sold a scene. Sometimes the price reflects that you are buying the breeder, not just the alpacas. We all know what they say about something that looks or sounds too good to be true. Hmm. Back to my point about not being in too much of a rush. It is exciting, and you do want to have them as soon as possible, but you need to be all ready for them. Land by itself can seem cheap, but planners can be notoriously difficult to persuade that the alpacas are a business and that you need to be living on site. Lots of homework and conversations will be needed. Don't assume things. Do check it out. The other option is a house with some land, a farm or a small holding. Is it enough to allow for expansion? Could you buy some of the neighbouring land, potentially, in the future? For a lot of us, this is the biggest limiting factor. Can you afford to start with the numbers you would like to, or do you start small and grow? There are many benefits in taking the start small and grow route, but you have to be patient. Maybe that's a good thing too. Second area, how many can you accommodate? Starting with land, can it sustain alpacas and how many? The rule of thumb is most often quoted is five alpacas to an acre of land. My own view is that if you only have one acre, then five may be too many, leading to an intensive use of the land in terms of grazing, footwear, particularly if wet, potential parasite concentration and reinfestation. You also have to take into account the alpaca's desire for stimulation and change. A new field or grazing area does wonders for them. Sometimes Millie, our herd matriarch, who I often talk about, will go to the other gate and let you know very clearly she wants to go to the other field this morning. Thank you very much. Late springs and wet summers can complicate and reduce your ability to provide easy and natural grazing. As well as the open fields, alpacas need appropriate shelter. It may not be the oak-beamed barns of your imaginings. It could be a simple field shelter or shelters. A central place to contain them in really bad weather and to be a base of operations for things such as shearing, matings, weighing, handling and training or general husbandry tasks like worming or vaccinating make such a difference. It always amazes me how many alpacas will fit in a field shelter or a stable if the weather is bad enough. Who sits with who and how close can lead them to become a bit fractious, but the option to be in the dry and have access to some good, soft, leafy hay made by the neighbour always seems to win out. As far as I know, there isn't a rule 
like the five to the acre for fields, which you can apply to your field shelter or barn. So big enough may have to do. Or perhaps we can make up our own rule of thumb. How about imagining how much space a cushed alpaca takes? Maybe multiply it by three? I'll have to go down and try this new rule of thumb and see what it looks like when we look in our stable. I'll let you know. Meanwhile, if you have a view on this or anything else in the episode, do let me know by using the button on the website or the link in the show notes to send me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you. Land and shelter are the two big things to take into account when thinking how many can you accommodate. It's also worth reflecting on how many you think you could manage easily. The workload goes up as the numbers increase, but not in a straight line, and it varies through the year, for example, at shearing time. Can you keep them dry the day before and the day of the shearing? If you have more indoor space, you aren't at the mercy of the weather quite so much. I know doing my own shearing and being able to be flexible suits us very well. While we haven't got the space to bring them all in, I can do a few one day, a few the next, and work with the weather. How would you do it? Related to the question of how many can you manage is the third area. Actuality. How many? Being honest and not just wishing into the future, but how many could you actually see you keeping? This is the think about it, go away, sleep on it, and be really real with yourself. Remember the 20 to 25 year commitment? If your years are in the upper end of the bell curve, have you got some kind of exit strategy, or at least a sensible scaling down strategy? Keeping alpacas can be quite physical at times. From moving bales of hay and bags of dried food to fencing and shearing and setting up hurdles. Time to be honest with yourself. 200 might be a few too many. There are other things that might impact the number of alpacas you can keep, but these three give you a sensible place to do your thinking. Or is that a word you don't want to hear? Sensible. When your heart is caught by alpacas, maybe sensible gets removed from your vocabulary, captivating as they are. What are the main takeaways then from this episode? Number one, thinking and planning are good foundations for keeping alpacas. Number two, what you can afford, accommodate and actually see are good guides to determine the right number of alpacas. Thirdly, you just have to accept that you are probably going to want to have more, however many you start with. I hope the summer doesn't feel too distant a memory, and for our friends in Australia and New Zealand, I hope you enjoy the coming summer with your alpacas. And remember, go watch an alpaca for a bit. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. 
Have a great day.